The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to a Friday Night Live with me, Hafiz Shaban, this Friday early evening on the 10th of May 2019. Corresponding to the 5th of Ramadan or 4th of Ramadan it may be for some of uh, our listeners. Uh, either way, it is the blessed month of Ramadan 1440 as usual. Uh, we are broadcasting uh, live on uh, Luton 105.1 FM nationally, also via our sister stations in Sheffield, Link FM, Peterborough, Salam, Derby, Nottingham. And of course, you are and you are able to listen to us via the Inspire FM app and also uh, live uh, Facebook uh, streaming, inshallah ta'ala. So uh, do tune in and listen to us as usual. Uh, most importantly, try to get some of your thoughts and your uh, feelings and your opinions uh, voiced uh, across the airwaves to our national and international lead, uh, listenership rather inshallah ta'ala your thoughts and your opinions do count 0158248182 01582481822 and for your social messages 0779481822 is the number here in the studio inshallah ta'ala right so we are in ramadan ramadan kareem so firstly allow me to extend my uh, wishes ramadan wishes to all our listeners uh, nationally internationally wherever you may be listening to uh, friday night live so ramadan kareem we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he accepts our fasting in this blessed month inshallah and makes us amongst those who are the recipients of his forgiveness his mercy and in escape from the fire inshallah ta'ala and also we ask you to make Make dua for our listeners uh, and also for our presenters and for the team here in Inspire FM and also for some of one of our presenters who's normally uh, you know here on the Friday night live with us whose uh, mother is ill and we ask you to remember her uh, in your duas inshallah ta'ala. how is uh, your Ramadan how is your fasting of, uh, you know for, for whether it's the first four months four days sorry or the fa- five days first week of iftar and fasting how is your trawi and your iftari experiences been so far uh what, what is the best place that you recommend for your tarawi salas uh or for your indeed for your iftari experiences you know do get in touch with us and let us know how your fasting is coming along how are you finding the tarawi prayers are they too long too short what are your experiences do get in touch inshallah ta'ala. all right we're gonna be it's a, it's a it's a ramadan special show so we are gonna be restricting today's show to the one hour only right so it's only the one hour show this evening inshallah ta'ala, and in the month of ramadan not the usual two hour slot we're gonna keep it light we're gonna keep it light on our guests and we're gonna keep it light on our presenters who we are who we know are already you know tired so they can't do the full two hours so we've made it easy for them i.e for myself anyway today's fasting inshallah ta'ala according to the timetable is 2043 843 is the uh, the time for today's iftar inshallah ta'ala just for your for the for the for your information for those of you that might be wondering what time is the iftar today inshallah ta'ala 843 
uh, and we are going to be covering uh, a number of stories on uh, this evening's show inshallah in, in the one hour that I've got uh, we're going to be covering a couple of news items right so a couple of news items that I want to share with you inshallah uh, in, we're going to be starting off with uh, looking at Istanbul election rerun Istanbul election rerun angers opposition sparking new protests so a few things been happening in Turkey in Istanbul so we're gonna be we're gonna try to find out what's been happening in Istanbul what are these elections local election reruns that have been proposed and why that's angered some people in Istanbul right we're gonna try to try to cover that story another story which which barely moves away from the headlines is of course Palestine and Gaza Gaza, right? Palestine and Gaza, and I have to, I have to admit, actually, when this story story was proposed uh, by the producers on a Friday Night Live, it did miss me. It did miss me. So it hasn't necessarily made headline news uh, but again it's one of those stories that we've become desensitized by right so hence what we find is that these kind of occurrences are happening all the time and it is not making headline news but nevertheless Netanyahu Netanyahu right uh, has pledged massive strikes in Gaza as death toll rises 24 Palestinians four Israelis killed as Israeli forces mass on the Gaza fence right now has that news also missed your attention in the last couple of days we're gonna be covering that and, and we're gonna be bringing the news to you in terms of what's been happening in Gaza right uh, and uh, a couple of other stories that I want to cover inshallah ta'ala right so if you've heard uh, last night I believe last night I believe uh, police launch manhunt for suspected gunman who was chased out of the London Masajid right London Masajid so we're going to be looking at what's been happening in one of those masjids in East London there was a press uh, release or a press statement that was issued by the masjid so I'll uh, I'll reference that and I'll quote from that just to, to just to inform our listeners what's been happening in the Seven Kings Masjid in Ilford in East London and you know mashallah I've seen some of the massages here in Luton you know I've been visiting a number of massages over the last couple of nights uh, where I've been uh, praying Tarawi praise in in different massages you know what personally right you know earlier I asked this question what are your experiences like right what have been your experiences with regards to fasting with regards to Tarawis or with regards to Iftaris I literally mean it share your experiences but this year you know what in the first couple of nights I thought let's you know vary the experience and let's go around to different massages pray Tarawi praise and get a different exposure and different experience and you know what one thing that I've no- noticed and mashallah you know you know I, I don't know whether it'll be right to call out some of these massages or not in a, in a positive way but you know I have to say you know I've been to Kokni Masjid I've been to Islamic Center and I've seen that they've got stewards out there outside the massages guiding people in terms of parking arrangements guiding people and, and looking out for the people for the musalli who pray outside those massages and I have to call out these massages they're doing a fantastic job mashallah so it's good to see some positive coverage right and and also of course whilst they're actually out there guiding people with regards to parking at the same time they're also looking out for the musallis who 
who are busy praying. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept you know, the efforts of these volunteers who stand outside. And it has been fairly cold over the last couple of nights, fairly cold you know, when it comes to the Taraweeh prayers. And these brothers, mashallah, are volunteering, standing outside, looking out. And you know, subhanAllah, there's a hadith of the Prophet وسلم, with regards to the Dabit. The Dabit is the one who stands at the frontiers of the Islamic, you know, of the Islamic state and he looks out for the security of uh, of of the of the hudud of the borders of the Islamic State, looking after the interests of the people, looking after the the protection and the honor of the, of the people, and the reward of the dabit is indeed indeed great, uh, a lot of reward. And uh, Mashallah, may Allah Subhanahu wa Taala also reward these volunteers who stand out and provide those uh, fantastic services uh, for the for the for the musalli of the masajid who can then focus on their ibadah and their qiyam. Uh, in the evenings of, of Ramadan. So we will come on to what's happened in East London uh, and inshallah a couple of lessons learned there for our inshallah musallis and for the masajids elsewhere nationally. And, and last but not least we're going to be trying to cover also Ramadan. So uh, one hour show, a lot to cover, but in the last half an hour, I want to be speaking to Sheikh Suleiman Ghani. So mashallah, the Sheikh is is very generous in his time, uh, very generous in terms of you know always you know being ready and available to this radio station, mashallah taala, and he's always you know ready to uh, give his advice, mashallah taala, and, and allow us to speak to him, inshallah. So I want to ask a couple of questions uh, with regards to Ramadan. I want to. It's, it's already subhanallah. For those of us that started fasting on Monday, it's the fifth fast. So we are sixth way through Ramadan already. Allahu Akbar. I mean, that's incredible. And you know what? The week will be over and we'll be in week two, week three already. And subhanAllah, we don't want to lose this opportunity. So five days of Ramadan almost over, right? Uh, and a, perhaps an opening reminder to our listeners from Sheikh Suleiman Ghani. Last week, I remember I was here in the hot seat. And subhanAllah, I was speaking to Sheikh Imam Zaid Shakir. And it was fantastic speaking to uh, Sheikh uh, Imam Zaid Shakir. With regards to how we're going to prepare for Ramadan, and already it's Friday again, and I'm going to be speaking to Sheikh Suleiman Ghani with regards to some advice for our listeners on making the most of Ramadan. I want to focus on taqwa. I want to focus on taqwa with the Sheikh Suleiman Ghani. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Perhaps that you may gain taqwa from this particular month, from your fasting, inshallah. Ta'ala. So I'm going, to, I'm going to be asking the Sheikh, What is taqwa? Right? What is taqwa? How do we achieve taqwa? Right? Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala define this as a goal for, for the ones who are fasting? And how do we achieve that in, in, in Ramadan, inshallah ta'ala? Right? So that's my agenda that I've shared with you, right? That's my agenda that I've shared with you. I want to hear from you with regards to your particular questions. Your particular questions, your particular experiences. First five days of Ramadan, what have been your experiences? Come on, listeners. I want to hear from the good listeners in Sheffield, good listeners in Derby, in Nottingham, in Luton, wherever you are 01582 to speak to me live in the studio if you want to drop me an sms or you want to just drop me a, a whatsapp message then you know what feel free to do that zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two what's been your favorite place for Tarawih prayer so far have you traveled out that outside the city perhaps gone to a masajid somewhere in london one of the big masajids and masha they got some fantastic reciters and you would like to recommend those to our listeners then feel free to do that and, and gain the reward perhaps perhaps you've already been midweek to one of these restaurants 
offering uh, a gourmet offering some fantastic dishes in terms of iftar okay and you want to recommend that highly recommend that or perhaps you don't want to recommend that i don't think i'm going to necessarily share that with our listeners but if you want to share something positive then 0779481822 and i will be more than happy to share that with our listeners inshallah ta'ala and allow you to gain the reward in this month of ramadan okay listeners you are with me hafi shaban it is friday night live one hour special show during the month of ramadan from 6 p.m to 7 p.m I am and this is Friday night live. Right inshallah ta'ala let's move on to our first story that I want to cover. Okay so these these are number of uh, we're going we're going to be trying to speak to a, a couple of guests to inshallah ta'ala to cover our stories uh, that we're going to be covering. But whilst we try to get through to some of our guests right I think we're having some technical problems getting through to some of our guests uh, this this evening which which is not a problem it's not a problem because we only have a 15 20 minutes to talk to our guests and then we've got uh, Sheikh Suleiman Ghani so I hope we we're going to get through to Sheikh Suleiman Ghani even if we're not able to get to uh, through to some of our guests initially in the in the first half an hour right but uh You know there's a, there's been a number of stories that have been making the headlines and I wanted to share some of these uh, stories with our listeners inshallah ta'ala and I want to get some uh, thoughts from our listeners I want to get some thoughts from our listeners with regards to what they feel and what their thoughts are on these stories now the first story I was covering uh, was going to be the the one in Gaza uh, and also the one in Turkey but we've got guests lined up for those so so let me come back to those when we've got those guests available but let me firstly read out let me see if i can get this right let me first see if i can read out inshallah taala uh, with regards to the incident that happened in london last night right in one of the masajids and one of the brothers did send me the text uh the official press release from the masajid so okay so the mufti sahil for the imam from the seven Mas- seven kings masjid confirmed that there had been a a, a firearms incident outside the sing seven kings masjid last night right uh, the suspect ran from the scene when stopped by brother standing guard at the masjid so alhamdulillah there there was the brother standing guard at the masjid a shot was apparently fired but alhamdulillah no one was hit alhamdulillah there was police presence outside the masjid and they wanted to reassure the community the police had secured the areas and the mas- and, and the tarawih prayers continued successfully alhamdulillah without an incident and uh, and they are yet to establish a mo- motive uh, for all the facts surrounding the incident but the the mufti sahel in that press release did have a, a polite request to all to kindly avoid speculating and circulating unconf- unconfirmed information uh, so there you go inshallah ta'ala. with regards to that incident last night we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect uh, our masajids in this blessed month of ramadan and outside this blessed month of ramadan and allow us to you know continue successfully and peacefully in terms of the ibadat in this month inshallah all right so we have our first guest uh, with regards to one of the topics that I want to be covering uh, today inshallah ta'ala and that is the topic of turkey right and and local elections in 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 turkey now there's been a bit of controversy uh, election rerun angers opposition sparking new protests i've got brother yusuf on the line brother yusuf is a turkey analyst of, from uh, trt well assalamu alaikum brother yusuf and firstly ramadan ramadan kareem uh, 
How are you? Yeah, Alhamdulillah, Brother Yusuf, Jazakallah, Heron, for joining us on Friday Night Live this evening. So I, I hear a bit of stir in Istanbul with regards to some local elections that I believe that took place in March, right? Uh, apparently, there is seen that the uh, the AKP-led alliance w- lost that particular local election, and and the subsequent has been uh, there's been a rerun or a call for a rerun. What what's been happening in uh, is in Istanbul, uh, Brother Yusuf? Well, the March 31st election, the major opposition candidate Ekrem Imamoglu, right. uh, after the vote tabulation, was ahead by about 30,000 votes. Right. But we have to remember that there's about 10.5 million registered voters and about 8.5 million voted that night. So mm. already 30,000 is a very small margin. But throughout the night, uh, towards the wee hours, uh, there was voting irregularities and discrepancies, uh, tabulations on the district level when they were brought up to the greater municipal level. There were errors, right. and some of the ballot chairs were not appointed in line with Turkish law. They have to be civil servants, and there were many that weren't. There were ballot tabulation sheets that were not signed, so the UK party started, uh, started to think about mm. uh, taking up an appeal to the Supreme Election Board, and they ended up going ahead with it. Right. Now, some people contest that they didn't have the right uh, do they have the right? That was a decision by the election uh, Supreme Election Board. But mm. when we look at what the, at the case they brought forth in the evidence, we see that they did have the democratic and the legal right to make this appeal. Oh. And the Supreme Court, the Supreme uh, Election Committee, granted it. Right. So now we have another election, June twenty third. Right. I mean, I mean, okay. So the 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 CHP's winning mayoral candidate that you were referring to earlier has called the decision treacherous. The revote will be held on Sunday, the twenty third of June, I believe. I mean, is it was has there been a precedent for something like this before? Uh, there, there has actually. There, there, there's been precedent, not just in Turkey. There's been mm. precedent globally. Right. I, we're, we're at a time right now where even the uh, uh, Brexit referendum is being talked about being Absolutely. done over again for Absolutely. a second time. So, th- th- thank you for reminding is, me of, of the uh, that's unprecedented. Thank you for reminding me about the Brexit re- referendum, uh, brother Yusuf. <laughs> the, the fiasco, <laughs> the fiasco uh, known as Brez- Brexit, is it? <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, there is there is many precedents, and mm. for people to claim that uh, March 31st was a victory for democracy, but then call this appeal process undemocratic, uh, that's hypocritical. Uh, this is also part of the democratic process. Give having the right to appeal is part of the democratic process, and the UK party is exercising that right. So, so. Now, it, it, so is it, uh, so is so is, is, is that right the correct decision right right uh, is exercising that right the correct decision mm. now obviously everything has an economic and a political cost yeah and uh frankly in my opinion i think it was a very risky move on behalf of the UK party because this does have a political cost it has weakened the turkish slur it has garnered some criticism internationally yes and it's going to be an uphill battle it's yeah. going to be a very hard hard fought election june 23rd yeah okay so okay we're so going to have to see but the party feels confident 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say, I mean, the European Parliament condemned the re, uh, the, the rerun of the election. Not surprising, I, I guess. Uh, and, and, and I guess from a, an AKP per perspective, you know, the, the the city that they've lost in, in, in the March apparent local elections, I guess they're going to be, the aim is going to be that we win this this time around in, in June. And, and I don't think the opposition are going to take that, that, that you know, that result, if, if that is indeed the result of, of the June election lying down. Well, the opposition right now is definitely energized. Uh, mm. They're feeling confident. The other party is feeling confident. Uh, they know what they need to do. They mm. need to go after the conservative vote. They need to go after the Kurdish vote. Uh, these are two very important groups, uh, voter groups, that can determine the fate of the election. And uh, it's going to be a very important election. I mean, President Erdogan in his past has said, whoever wins Istanbul wins Turkey. So I mean, uh, Istanbul is the economic... Yeah, social heart of Turkey. Uh, and, and a question that you know that that comes to my mind is, I, I'm I'm surprised that uh, AKP. I mean, was that a surprise to the observers and analysts? I mean, losing. I mean, this was a a a, a center a, a center for for uh, you know uh, Mr. President Erdogan himself, who was once uh, the mayor there, right? So w w did that result come as a surprise? Bobby, we knew it was going to be a very close election. Mm. But uh, regardless of knowing how close it was, it, it really was too close to call, regardless of knowing that, on the other side, you look at it, the AKT and its precursors, its conservative precursors, dating back to all the way back to 1994, they've been in power for a quarter century in Istanbul. So, yeah, it was a shock. I mean, the incumbent is usually favored in any election. Mm. So anytime the incumbent loses it, it is a shock, and after 25 years controlling Istanbul, and in that 25 years, they have transformed Istanbul. I mean, it was always a big city, but I mean, mm. now it's the tech, how technologically advanced it is. It's subways, the new bridge, the new airport, the largest in the world. So the AK Party has done a lot of investment and a lot of service in Istanbul, and uh, unfortunately, they weren't able to reap the benefits. I think there was a little complacency in their uh, campaigning. They just figured that they'll win it just because they've always won it. But they've now, this election result from March 31st was a slap in the face, and they're awake now. Right. They're, they're ready to campaign very, very hard. And it's like I said, it's going to be a incredibly hard-fought battle, but it's also going to be most likely the most heavily monitored local election yeah. in human history yeah. uh, I can, can imagine and can, and can totally understand that I mean, I mean uh, very quickly I'm, I'm running out of time about, about two two minutes re re remain uh, and uh, just in terms of uh, I'm, I'm reading here economic decline a sharp economic decline is is being cited as one of the perhaps reasons why we, we saw such a, a result I don't, I don't know if you want to you know comment on that but apart from that how is uh, Ramadan in 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 Turkey and in Istanbul Indeed, if you are currently in, in Turkey and in, in Istanbul. Uh... Ram Ramadan is great. I wish the weather was a little better. Right. Uh, as for the economic as for the economic decline, uh, yes, Turkey's economy has overheated, yeah. and it's now cooling off. I've, we've had years of 5 6 7% growth. So uh, the, eco the economy is something that's cyclical. You can't always be growing 5 6 7%. So... Uh, what goes up must come down, and right now is a trough period that Turkey's going through, but the, the, the AK Party has always been very strong economically, and uh, after these tough times, especially the pressure the United States is putting on 
Turkey, whether it be sanctions from the S-400 deal, if the S-400s come to Turkey. And this type of rhetoric is obviously scaring investors. Right. So when you look at Turkey's economic indicators, it doesn't warrant this type of economic decline. It's not the economic indicators that are weakening the lira. Right. It's the rhetoric coming from foreign policy, from the United States. It's the uncertainty of Syria and Iraq on Turkey's sure. borders. Sure. Uh, that is that is hurting the economy. Uh, bro- Brother Yusuf uh, from uh, TRT World, Jazakallah, thank you very much for your time this evening. Great speaking to you and, and uh, Ramadan Kareem. Ramadan Mubarak to you once again. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. Have a- Right, so that was, uh, listeners, that was uh, Brother Yusuf Arim uh, from TRT, TRT World, Turkey Analyst. Unfortunately, I, I, I pressed that button too quickly. It was, it was just about to probably say uh, Ramadan Kareem to ourselves uh, also, but apologies for that, Brother uh, Yusuf. All right, we're going we're gonna to move on to uh, Brother uh, Ahmed, uh, who I believe is also on the line. Brother Ahmed, as-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Friday Night Live, Ramadan Kareem. Are, are, are we speaking to you live from, from Gaza, I, I believe? Yes, I'm, uh, I, I speak from Gaza, Arabia. Allahu Akbar. Our salams and our regards and Ramadan Kareem to, the, to all our brothers and sisters from Gaza and in, in Palestine. I, I, I'm seeing a headline here, Netanyahu pledges massive strikes in Gaza as death toll rises. Well, what's, what's been happening, Brother Ahmed? Because it's a bit of a silent, silent hush-hush here in the terms of the, the news broadcasters. Uh, today we have um, uh, more uh, angels and um, uh, at least uh, we have two died. Uh, and last week uh, that is uh, destroyed in the more uh, six uh, building. Uh, we have uh, more 20, uh, more 200 families without any shelter. Brother Ahmed, can I just interject? Unfortunately, we're, we're about to go into a commercial break and, and we were trying to get it through to you earlier. Is, is it possible that we will call you back in a couple of minutes and then we can speak properly? Because we have to go into a commercial break and then to a, a Zan for Asr and then we'll come back after that. Is, is that okay, Brother Ahmed? Okay, listeners, we are going into a commercial break and we'll be back in a couple of minutes and then we'll continue to speak to Brother Ahmed until then. Assalamu alaikum You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Friday Night Live with me, Hafiz Shaban, this Friday early evening on the 10th of May 2019, corresponding to the 5th of Ramadan. Right, this is a special one hour show, the one hour show of Friday Night Live during the month of Ramadan. Uh, so, we normally have a lot to cover in two hours, so even more difficult to cover an equal amount. Well, we're not going to try to equal a cover an equal amount, but a slightly less amount uh, in within the one hour in the first half, uh, half an hour of the show we were discussing a couple of stories we were discussing also with, with brother uh, Yusuf Jazakallah earlier from TRT World giving us an update with regards to Erdogan welcoming a controversial move to rerun Istanbul 
local elections, local vote. Right, and then we moved on to the next story. Netanyahu pledges massive strikes in Gaza. Right, I mean, I haven't heard this on national media. Have you heard about this on the national media? Why hasn't this been covered? Right, we are speaking to from a brother Ahmed, who's from Families Relief, a Gaza office, uh, who was speaking to us live from Gaza. We had to interject and, and interrupt the brother uh, because we had to go into commercial break. So I'm going to go straight back to brother Ahmed. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, brother Ahmed. For, for calling us back and, and speaking to us right so we were discussing with regards to this Netanyahu uh, pledging these massive st- you know strikes I was gonna say I was gonna say terror strikes to to the to these suffering people of Gaza just, just tell us brother Ahmed what's going on uh, the, the, the situation in Gaza is very near to, to the war. Uh, yeah. you know, last week uh, we have um, many destroyed the building. We have 30 kills. So the, the, these these are attacks by the by the Israeli army, is it? Is there... Yes, yes, mm. yes. And uh, more more 1,500 injured need urgently operation. This the injured. Cannot get any uh, operations because the, no, the medicines uh, it's not a pre- uh, present uh, mm. in the hospital such mm. as a Shifa hospital. Yeah. Uh, the situation in Gaza is the same for more 12 years. Yes, uh, we talk about the uh, humanity situation, the uh, uh, the food and uh, no present and, and if uh, the present is very expensive, the water. Uh, no water, no pure water in all Gaza Strip. Yes. Uh, the, all the hospitals are, are closed, such as Ashita Hospital. Can, oh. Cannot uh, help any uh, any ills, any injuries, because because the, the, all the cross uh, are closed uh, for the medicines. Uh, we try to help the, the families, but. Uh, uh, the the number of uh, the, the the victims is very high. We talk about uh, uh, two thousand families, two thousand persons without shelter or without food in the, this Ramadan. We are in the fall of Ramadan. Subhanallah. Yes, absolutely, and, and and of course you're you're from Families Relief, right? In terms of Gaza office, and you, as you said, this has been going on for the last twelve years. Uh, and even though in the West, right, uh, what I was saying earlier is that it hasn't made headline news. It's because you know the media here is not give it doesn't give the the focus and the attention to these real stories, and instead decides to cover some of the other stories, right? But you know, of course, you know we are in this blessed month of Ramadan a lot of our listeners will be tuning in listening wondering what they can do to help I mean I don't know if there, if there has been local appeals with regards to Gaza but but how can our listeners help uh, brother Ahmed the, uh, uh, firstly we uh, we are thanking our uh, brother in the UK and, uh, and our brother in the Luton uh, because uh, the the Muslim in the UK is the first the the persons help the uh, the, the Palestinians uh, in Gaza, but at uh, at these days uh, we need 
more the, the funding, more the support from uh, uh, our brother in the UK and Luton uh, these days before you uh, you get the the first. Uh, remember, we have thousands, thousands of families in Gaza cannot get the first. Before, before uh, drink the water, we have no water in Gaza. The, uh, the, the situation in Gaza is very serious, such as we are in the near, near, very near to, to a new war, and uh, no, nobody in Gaza can receive this war, mm. because the, the, uh, the, uh, the human uh, situation is the same from 12 years, and every year more more dark more mm. difficult and uh, we talk about two million persons in Gaza mm. Mm. cannot get uh, any any good life uh, in these days no absolutely uh, Ahmed you know of course uh, the the people of Palestine uh, I believe uh, in the hearts and minds of all of the Muslims globally right that that is such as such is um, the closeness of the issue of Palestine and uh, an issue of Al-Aqsa for all of the believers but I mean in terms of the people who are listening want to reach out want to help uh, what's the best options for them is it to uh, contact families relief uh, and through families relief or other other you know agencies also providing support on the ground brother Ahmed yes uh, uh, we are in family relief prepared uh, to provide the, the, the stars mm. for the victims uh, we hope to to provide 10,000 meals from the, the victims and we will, we will try to provide 5,000 food parcels from the families we have uh, uh, we have a plan to make uh, five uh, will uh, to provide the pure water in Gaza. Uh, the Ashifa Hospital asked uh, us uh, to provide the medicines. Sheikh Abdul Qadir, promised the director of Family Relief, uh, tried to uh, do all the him best to send the funding, and he promised, inshallah, next week. Uh, we, he will send uh, the funding to the, the beginning the Ramadan program. Right. Uh, we have the uh, we have uh, many things to can help the, the, the Gazian people. Yes. Such as in uh, in this very difficult time. Yes. Uh, believe or not believe, we have more uh, one hundred thousand uh, people in uh, families in Gaza cannot get the the fast. Cannot keep because, the fast. Uh, ha- yes, because mm. uh, the the men have no any income to provide the food. Mm. Honey, uh, so how can get the food without any income? Yes. How yes. can get the uh, the money without the work? Yes, absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. Well, 
I, I, I think that that's a very pertinent point, uh, Sheikh, uh, Brother Ahmed, that, you know, we are almost, you know, an hour and a half away from our iftar, maybe or slightly or, or more than, you know, may, maybe about two hours. And we will be preparing and busying ourselves, preparing for iftar this evening with our family, with, 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 our, with our comforts and our conveniences. You know, let's spare a thought for those Muslims of Gaza who, as uh, Brother Ahmed is telling us, Thousands who probably can't even fast because of the fact that there's nothing to provide and put on that table. Allahu Akbar. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate the, the suffering of our brothers and sisters and our mothers and our children in Gaza. And as Brother Ahmad, you've, you've uh, communicated clearly, uh, you know, our listeners, you can help, right? Making dua, remembering the brothers in your duas, and also by contacting families relief right and and putting in donations so that they can support these meals support the food parcels support some of the other initiatives around the the wells for providing water to the muslims of gaza inshallah uh, ahmed we are uh, unfortunately coming towards the, the end of time shortly and I've got one more story and one more guest to go to inshallah ta'ala. I'm going to give you a last couple of minutes if you want to just summarize and 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 maybe commit you know pass on the message to our listeners inshallah ta'ala. inshallah Allah reward you and inshallah we will try to work together to draw smiles for our children in Gaza. Inshallah, so, and, and, the, uh, and the ultimate smile on, on, the, on the faces of our children will be when we will see Gaza, and we will see Palestine, all of it liberated, Inshallah Ta'ala. Inshallah, we, we have the hope for, for Allah. Inshallah. Inshallah. Brother Ahmed, Jazakallah Heran for, for calling us from uh, Gaza, from the, the blessed land of Palestine. Uh, and of course, Palestine, as I said, is in the hearts and in the minds and in the du'as of all the believers globally around the world. So remember, you know, the Muslims of Gaza in your du'as when you're fa- breaking your fast this evening and preparing a lavish meal on those tabletops, right? Uh, Remember the Muslims of Gaza and everywhere else, inshallah ta'ala, in your du'as and try to support. This is a month of sadaqah, month of giving, month of sacrifice. Let's give, let's give for our brothers and sisters in Gaza and in Palestine. Right, so uh, I'm going to come on to my last topic this evening, inshallah ta'ala, and that is the topic of uh, Ramadan, right? That's the topic of Ramadan. This is the, the most pertinent topic in terms of Ramadan. We are in this blessed month and I'm, uh, Alhamdulillah, I have the honor of speaking to uh, Sheikh Suleiman Ghani. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, ya Sheikh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa As always for your services, for your time uh, to this uh, humble radio station, mashallah ta'ala, whenever we call you, you're always, mashallah ta'ala, uh, available to speak to us. Jazakumullah khairan. Barakallah for giving us the opportunity. Alhamdulillah. Uh, this is an opportunity from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And of course, we, we are in this blessed month and it's an opportunity for all of us, uh, Sheikh. Mashallah, I was saying earlier to our listeners, it's already the fifth fast of Ramadan. We're already the sixth way through the blessed month of Ramadan. And very soon we're going to see we're in the middle, we're in the last 10 Ashara, and then we're, we're seeking the Laylatul Qadr, and then we're already looking forward to, to Eid al uh, 
fitr uh, why don't you open open up sheikh by giving a reminder to our listeners of taking this opportunity that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us to all of us and to make the most of this month of, of ramadan uh, sheikh Yes, firstly, I would like to say Jazakallah Khairan, uh, Hafiz, firstly, I'm on my fourth fast, you know, we had already good differences in the commencement of Ramadan, so for me, it is the fourth uh, fast uh, of the Blessed Mother of Ramadan. May Allah Ta'ala make it easy, and yes, indeed, as we already understand that when the month of Ramadan, when we enter into such a blessed month, then on the first day, even the Shayateen are shackled. On the first day of the month of Ramadan, the doors of Jannah open. On the first day of the month of Ramadan, the doors of Jahannam are closed. So, yes, indeed, just as we are on this first Friday, Yom Al-Jum'ah, on such a great and blessed day, on this blessed month of Ramadan, how fortunate, indeed, are those who have found this month of Ramadan, and the sinner has a chance to turn to Allah Ta'ala with a repenting heart. How fortunate it is that those who understand that the month of Ramadan is the month of fasting, fasting, keeping away from food and drink, understanding our prayer times and Sabah Sadiq, the true nature is really, really crucial when we commence our fast. But now that we are already in the state of fasting, the next question will be, how do we, right up until sunset, keep away from food and drink? Is that sufficient? No. But then Mm -hmm. the question we should ask ourselves, do we really fast with our eyes? Do we fast with our ears? Mm. Do we fast with our tongues? Do we fast understanding that this fasting, if we really want to attain that taqwa and that piety, then we may learn and know the importance of the sighting of the crescent moon, yes indeed, to establish the month with certainty. We have to understand and know the true nature of Sabah Sadiq so that when we commence our fast, we commence it with certainty. And uh, during the day, it is not that we are only beginning and commencing our month of Ramadan with certainty because if we really want to attain the taqwa and that piety, then do we really abstain from sins? It is all about abstaining from sins. So just like how when we offer our salah, it is the action. When you go for hajj, you're doing the action. But when you're keeping the fast, it is imsak. But imsak means to abstain from every type of sin. If we really want to attain that level of taqwa, la'allakum tattakun, then it is not sufficient just to keep away from food and drink. Because there are many who get nothing from the fast except hunger. There are so many who are keeping fast, but yet they don't keep away from backbiting, from ghiba, from namima, from slandering. So that is where the challenge is. The challenge is that we have so much of time, but instead of engaging, focusing on zikrullah, reciting Quran, yet in the month of Ramadan, backbiting, so common. Right. Slandering, all this is going to spoil that really great reward. The reward of the fasting person mm. is nothing where Allah Himself is going to give the reward. Allah but on the day of Qiyamah, there will be a person who is a bankrupt person. But do you know who is a bankrupt person? That person who came with a lot of fast, lot of ibadah, lot of hajj, lot of, you know, umrah. He's done so many good actions. Mm. But then what was the problem? أَكَّلَ مَالَ هَذَا وَكَذَفَ هَذَا وَشَتَمَ هَذَا 
You know, as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam reported, he said he ate somebody's property. Yes. He backbited against somebody. Mm. He cheated somebody. All this is going to cause his good deeds to be wiped out. Right. So much so that this condition will be that if he had wronged somebody, and if he did not fulfill the conditions of tawbah and repentance, he did not fulfill the rights of his fellow humankind, what will be his condition? The evil deeds of that person will be transferred unto him and he will be thrown into the fire. So here is the month of Ramadan, such an opportunity yeah. to really wipe out our sins. We come as, every one of us, we all are sinners. Yes. But it is how do we spend our time in this month of Ramadan, right. the fasting in the day, the taraweeh in the night, the listening to the Qur'an, the reciting the Qur'an, because this is Shahrul Qur'an, Shahrul Ramadan al-lazhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. The month of Ramadan in which the Quran was revealed. So the question is, if we are reciting the Quran, Alhamdulillah, but then if we are reciting the Quran, but we are not applying it in our lives, then what will be our condition when there are so many verses we're reading it, but yet we are violating the injunctions? Right. Okay, Jazakallah Heron for that opening reminder, Sheikh Suleiman Ghani. MashaAllah, it's a fantastic reminder. Uh, and I think it, it would have been very thought-provoking for a lot of our listeners that the objective of fasting is not just to keep ourselves hungry, keep ourselves thirsty, and then and continue as business as usual without adhering and without abstaining from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed for us. So it's important to take it in the context of the, the wider injunctions, all of the injunctions, i.e. the other faraids, the other obligations, and not just to make ourselves hunger and thirsty. Uh, Shaykh, you, you touched upon something that I wanted you to focus on and I wanted to ask you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know, reminds the believers, Maybe a couple, a couple of minutes, right? Uh, you know, what is you know, uh, you know, it, uh, you know, taqwa. What, what is taqwa, and how do we achieve that in this month of? You know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, you know, pointed this out, highlighted this, made this a particular feature in the month of Ramadan that you may become, you know, muttaqin, uh, right? So, what is this? How do we achieve this in this month of Ramadan, and how does Ramadan help us to achieve that even more? Yes, I mean, uh, you know, Alif Lamim Zalik al Kitabu La Rayba Fi Hudalil Muttaqeen. Allah Ta'ala speaks about the, the Muttaqeen and what are the qualities of the Muttaqeen. It is, and if this book and the Quran is a guidance for the Muttaqeen, they are from those Alladin Yu'minun Bil Ghaybi. They believe in the unseen. Wayuqimun at Salata and they establish the Salah. And what we have provided for them, they spend from it. So now when you look at these, this verse in Surah Baqarah, and then we think about then that fasting is such a form of ibadah when a person is abstaining from sins and that person, his condition is such that he is increasing in his iman because he's fasting with his eyes, with his ears, with his hands, with his feet, because he knows that this action of his, there is no riyah in it. You cannot see the fast of the fasting person. You know it is between him and Allah. So the reward is also so great. So la'allakum tattakun, that condition that brings a person closer to Almighty Allah Ta'ala, because he is the one that believes in the unseen. So in the state of fasting, 
that ibadah which is the pillar of the pillar of Islam he is keeping away from all types of evil but then at the same time he is establishing the salah so you cannot attain that level of taqwa in the state of fasting just by keeping away from food and drink from subah sadiq till sunset if we do not or if we have abandoned the salah meaning there are those who will keep their fast and they will perfect their fast and they will keep away from every meaning they will not allow a morsel or anything to go down their throat because they understand what is the the ruling of the fast but then in the state of fasting la'allakum tattaqun you will not attain that taqwa because fasting is just helping us it is really to give us the strength to give us a boost to know that islam is built on five pillars you cannot and achieve you cannot increase or you cannot reach a level of piety and taqwa if we only fast but then we have abandoned the other pillars of islam so alladhina yu'minuna bil ghaib wa yuqimuna as-salata and they establish the salah what is the purpose of fasting if a person if that mother or that sister they have kept away from food and drink but then they have not offered their salah that brother who is up keeping his fast but then he doesn't go to the masjid what is how do we going to get the taqwa because bunyal islam ala khamsin islam has been built on five pillars and if we compare the five pillars like a canopy you know which is resting on five pillars what would be the condition of that canopy or that the roof if one of the pillars is missing this yes. is going to stand firm if two of the pillars are missing so we have to understand the fasting in in relation to the other forms of ibadah that we enter into the month of ramadan and we enter into the month of quran and we enter into the month of sabr and patience and we enter into the month of muasat we enter into the month where awwalu rahma the beginning is rahma the middle is maghfirah the akhir the last of which is itkum in an-nar because almighty allah ta'ala is giving us an opportunity to boost to get closer to him so that if we follow this comprehensive and this routine and we deprive our body and we nourish our soul it means our condition after the month of ramadan will be such that we have left shahr al-siyam we have left shahr al-quran but we know that allah is rabb al-shuhur He is yeah. the very same Rabb who is the Rabb of Ramadan. He is the Rabb and creator of the month of Shawwal. So that oh, taqwa yeah. and that piety, الذين يؤمنون بالغيب ويقيمون الصلاة ومما رزقناهم ينفقون. If this is the quality that in the month of Ramadan, it, it, it also reminds a person that he has to spend from that which Allah Ta'ala has provided for him. It reminds the people that there are those who do not know where their right. iftar is coming from. There are those who do not know where the next meal is coming from. You and I, we are enjoying this fast in the month of Ramadan yes. because we know we're going to have lovely, tasty, delicious iftari yes. Yes. every yes. day. You know, so psychologically, we are already prepared as soon as it is yes. sahri ends. We know we're going to have lovely iftar. So oh, what right. about those people Absolutely. who do not even have? So taqwa, to sum it up, I mean, it also needs to be elaborated on, but I will sum it up with the statement of Ali radiallahu anhu when he said, when he was asked about taqwa, he said, At-taqwa is al-khawfu min al-jaleel, having fear of Allah jalla jalaluhu, wal-amalu bi-tanzeel, and to do amal and action on tanzeel, 
and tanzil is the Quran. And we have revealed from the Quran, it is shifa'un and rahmatun lil mu'mineen. And it is tanzil, which is shahru ramadan, alladhi unzila fihi al-Quran. So we have to know, get closer with the Quran, and then also we have to have be content with whatever Allah Ta'ala has given us. وَالْرِضَى بِالْقَلِيلِ Be content with whatever Allah has given us. See, there are those in matters of dunya, they may have no right. meaning Sh- if you want to appreciate the ni'mah and blessings of Allah, mm. don't look at those Sh- who are above you, look at those below you. Sh- and the last point he mentioned, وَالْإِسْتِعْدَادْ لِيَوْمِ رَحِيلِ Preparation for the time of departure. Barakallah fiqh sheh. That is very crucial to bring taqwa. Barakallah fiqh sheh. We, we have uh, unfortunately run out of time. I could have spoken to you for another half an hour, if not an hour. Barakallah fiqh sheh. Jazakumullah khairan for, for joining us on Friday Night Live. And I'm sure we will speak to you sometime soon, insha'Allah. Jazakallah khairan sheh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Right, listeners, that was Sheikh Suleiman Ghani, mashallah, giving us a fantastic reminder with regards to Ramadan. And that has brought us towards the end of the hour, end of the show. As I said, it is a one hour show during the month of Ramadan. And that gives us enough time to catch our breath and ensure that we don't completely dehydrate and by speaking for two hours non-stop. Until next week, inshallah ta'ala, it's, uh, you are with me, Hafiz Shaban, Friday Night Live. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFM Luton.